So every single Wednesday, um, the man behind Joe Black, the one that we get to really know, he joins us on a Zoom to talk about an episode of the Joe and Danny show that we release every Monday. And he's on a Zoom with me. And today we're talking about failure. Hey, Joe. Oh, hey, Danny. <laughs> yeah, failure. <laughs> Don't we all have enough of those? I think so. I think 2020 has um, floored a lot of us. Uh, true. I agree fully. <laughs> okay. So let's talk a little bit about the episode. Um, you shared an image that looks really successful, um, but there is a backstory. And I think that that's an important message that I want to talk about because a lot of people look at Instagram and they think, oh my gosh, this person, not necessarily you, but also you, um, me as well. They have these amazing lives and everything is just great because fame, money, success, but it's not always so, right? True. And I think we, we only show the world what we want them to see. Yeah. No one wants to share their failures because they are scared of judgment. Yeah, so true. Do you think that we should start sharing failures? Do you think we should start being honest about it? I think we should, but I don't think the world is ready for it because everyone is so opinionated. Everyone thinks that they have the right to give their opinion on, yeah. on anything you do. And, and I'm talking about everyone, you know. Because um, I'd like to, if I hear about someone's failure, one thing I've noticed is I'd like to tell them how I would have done it, you know, and that's not your place. Yeah. I think the most important thing is to just hold space for a person. Um, I think that's really important to let them just speak and not, not necessarily come at it with like a, a resolution or a, this is how you fix it, but just to listen. I think especially in 2020 is one of the most important things you can do. Well, we, we tend to talk to people for different reasons. The one is I want to vent. Yeah. So I just need a soundboard. Yeah. Uh, the second one is if someone doesn't ask you for opinion, don't feel like you have to give an opinion on every topic. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes people speak to you for advice and you should be able to, you know, see the difference between what this person wants before you make your, uh, make a reply. Because sometimes they just want to vent and all they need you to do is shut up. <laughs> and, and listen, this is so true. I've needed these people in the last like 10 days so badly. Um, so the, the episode we get like, we, I don't know if you've watched it back, but recording it um, also, we get really deep. And for the first time, the shoe is, I think, on the other foot where you are kind of psychologying me in a sense. <laughs> Um, and you are calling me on my ish. Um, whereas in the last five episodes, I've been doing that to you. Um, what shifted for you in this one? First of all, I think you make me feel comfortable on the show. So I think in this, the last two episodes is where I finally relaxed and just made peace with the fact that this is raw. This is us. We can go deep as deep as we want to. Um, but then to be honest in, in all this, I think when I spoke to you about failures and my perception of what failure is and what yours is, that's why it felt like you were getting, you know, seeing a psychiatrist or something. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should though, because I think my, my perception of failure is a bit warped. I think yours is fairly normal and you can look at it and you can learn from it. I don't think I do that. 
but all of us, we, we perceive things different. All of us do that. And, and it's from based on where we come from, how, you know, how we were brought up and all that type of stuff. Um, I think I've just faced so many failures that I've re- realized that my failures didn't form me. My failures didn't make me who I am, um, but to the fullest. You know, I'm not a failure today because I used to be a failure. I've learned from that, used it as stepping stones. And um, one of the things I said is we never lose, we learn. Yeah. Even when it feels like you're losing, because sometimes it feels like you're losing. But you can walk away. You know, I just got it back from a meeting where it's basically a massive failure. <laughs> but I, I can decide how I feel about it. I can see this as a, as a learning curve. Yeah. Um, or I can let it get me down and never try again. Isn't that so funny? You've just gotten back from one of those and I'm about to walk into one of those. It's so weird how the universe works and how I think it puts people in your space. Or, or God or whoever you believe in. But, you know, there's, there's a very definite plan. And I think people come into your spaces at different stages of your life so that you can learn from them. Mm. It, sure, it, I was thinking of this, like, I don't have a lot of patience. No. <laughs> and obviously, you can pray and ask for patience, but you don't just get patience. You learn patience. Yeah. So the more I want patience, the more I'm, put in these situations where I have to actually <laughs> act out my patience until you don't succeed or until you don't pass that test. It's going to come confront you every time. Mm. So how does one go about learning the things that we have to learn? Because it's ugly to learn. It's uncomfortable to learn. It's not nice to learn. I think stop focusing on ourselves so much that we're so self-centered that we think everything revolves around us. Um, you know, in some instances we are, we are guilty of our own demise. You know, we, I am the reason for 80% of my failures Mm. and, uh, the other 20% other people played a part in my failure. And then just to, to get a sense of that, you know, to make, make sure that you know not everything is about you. Not everything is because of you. And that's how you start dealing with everything. Um, focus on what is in, where you're in control and where you're not in control. Just, you know, what, what's the word? Uh, just give it up. I forgot. Give it up. I was speaking to my therapist. Surrender. Surrender. Yeah. I was speaking to my therapist about this the other day and she was like, you need to realize that you have no control. And Mm. I think that like as much as that is a scary thing to think, um, it also, it's kind of comforting in a way. It is. But then it is. And that also depends on you. Sorry. Isn't that a cop out to say, well, I have no control, so I'm fine. No, it's just, if you stress about it, it's still there. And if you try and relax about it, it's still there. It's how you perceive it and how you go forward. Um, Like I said, you can either learn from it or you can succumb to it. Okay. So I just wanted to quickly touch on something else that you said, Nana, about um, not everything is about you and that you are sometimes the reason, most likely the reason that you are 
failing or in the situation where you think you're failing or where failure is mm. a thing for you. Um, how do you deal with that guilt then? How do you go, okay, well, yeah, maybe, but now I hate myself. Do you go there? Well, I have to look at why, yeah. Like, why did I do this? And it, it's a self-destruct in the sense that sometimes our ego gets, gets the best of us where I'd make decisions not based on what I know is right, but based on what I think other people's opinions would be. Mm. Um, and <laughs> then it normally tends to blow up in your face. And then you realize it's because you didn't stay true to yourself. Yeah. So you can only blame yourself. And that was the character flaw. It wasn't it? your decision was based on how you thought you'd make other people think about you instead of what would make you happy. And obviously in, in unpacking it like that, you're learning, right? You're learning about different things that you do as a personality, as personality traits. Like you said, True. I self-destruct. I think most people do. Um, but I also think that it comes from a space of not feeling worthy. Mm. Yeah, and, and ultimately, again, what would people think? What would people think if they found out you don't have everything together as it looks you know, <laughs> on social media? What would they think of you? Would they respect you less? Would they like you less? And then you start making stupid decisions. One of the biggest things is we buy stuff with money we don't have to impress people that we don't even like. Yep, that is true. That is definitely true. And then afterwards, you're thinking, man, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but it's all a life lesson. And I think it as is. long as you're learning from it, I think that you're winning. Whether or not you're failing, um, I think the word failure and the perception that we have of it is so subjective. And I think that you should stop basing your successes and failures on other people. Exactly like you should stop competing with other people. I think it should be, yeah. what is success to me? What does that mean? And then break that down into the little things, you know, like success could be having a business, but in the steps to get to that, you can't just walk out of the job that you have currently. There are small steps that you have to, to take to get to that big step. And I think with every small step you take, you'll be so much more at ease and happy with yourself. And there's less chance of massive failure as opposed to just jumping. Yeah. And also remember to celebrate the small failures because some failures saved you from bigger, the smaller failures might've saved you from bigger failures in your life. Yeah. Um, and I'm just thinking of a lot of people out there who, like you say, there's not a lot of success stories where you quit your job and all of a sudden the next day you're in the successful business. Yeah. Most people who've made a success out of something, they've done it because they failed more than they've succeeded, but they just kept on going. Fall yeah. down seven times, get up, get up eight. You are very wise, friend. I must tell you. Um you are wise. I don't know where it comes from, but there's wisdom beneath that beard. Oh man, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what a, I'm sitting here with a with a a book full of inspirational quotes. So that's oh what. great, a good few. Also <laughs> me, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, listen, speaking of books, I wanted to ask you this the other day. Do you read? <laughs> No, um, okay. I wish I did. I've got a bunch of books. I, I, I buy a lot of books. 
because I get these instances, like when we're at the airport about to fly to Cape Town or whatever, uh, I go through a bookshop and I see this book, I want to buy it. I'm going to start reading it on the plane. Mm. And then I realize I'm scared of flying. So I'd rather put on my earphones and sleep. Um, I think I bought about seven or eight books in the last couple of months that I haven't even opened. Okay. No, I was so just- I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm not shaming you. I was just wondering because like your wisdom has to come from somewhere, but obviously it comes from life experience. And with the people I surround myself with, um, I, I'm one of the fortunate guys that I have, uh, you could call it mentors in, in different facets of my life. You know, in my personal life, I've got a best friend who I can vent to and he doesn't care if I have money or don't have, he doesn't care if I'm Joe Black or not. Um, he's there every time he sees me, he says, how is your heart? You know? Oh, wow. And then when it comes to business, I've got another friend of mine who is a successful businessman. And when I bounce my ideas off him, even though I don't like it always, but he'll give me true, honest advice. And I think this is where I get all my stuff is from hanging around, uh, you know, people that really impact and inspire me. They say you become the sum of the five people you spend more time with, the most time with. You start talking like them, you start dressing like them, you start making the same jokes. We rub off on each other. This is true. This is 100% true. Um, and I think that that's a very important thing to part with is you are what you hang with. My mom always used to say that, and it's very true. Yeah. So, Joe, um, next week, sometime? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> you don't sound so sure, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm open. Yeah, it, well, we're still in lockdown, so all I have is time. Great. So, next week, Monday, new episode, and next week, Wednesday, we'll hang out. Cool. Do you have any Um, <laughs> I think just... <laughs> You know, everyone, if you fail today, remember, it's just a bad day. It's not a bad life. Uh, if things aren't going your way now, it's just a rough five minutes. It's not a rough life. So get back up and let's, let's go change the world. Yes. Thanks, Joe. Okay, Dan. <laughs>